Hi, gems of the pod. It is Kimmy and Liza. And sorry, Liza's here. I'm, I'm acting like I'm recording alone. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but, you know, starting out on a terribly uncomfortable, awkward note, great. But this is going to be this. Um, you probably have noticed because this is coming out on a Thursday that we didn't release our episode scheduled for this week with everything going on in the country and specifically to the black community we wanted to take the time to use this platform even though it isn't huge to just share some resources uh tell you how we're trying to be better white women and take responsibility for the times we haven't been great allies or anti-racists uh in the past on this podcast so right yes yeah Yeah. so we're not gonna do a full or a regular episode today we are just going to talk for a short period of time about uh, a few of the things that we're trying to do as individuals, we're trying to do as a podcast, and share a couple resources um, that we've pulled together. Um, and then that's it. And then we ho- we hope you'll um, spend spend the week listening to podcasts made by people of color uh, and reading up on some of the resources that we provide and educating yourself that's what we're going to be trying to do this week as well uh we'll be back next week with a regular episode um but yeah just to explain why we're doing this and why this is like a little short one and why it's coming out on thursday uh yeah and and you know kimmy and i both feel we were just just talking about this before we started recording a little bit nervous to say the wrong thing and uncomfortable and um but we also feel strongly that we need to just uh, speak up to, again, the small platform that we do and talk about why it's important to us and um, how we're going to try to hold ourselves and each other accountable to be actively anti-racist in our in our day to day lives and to continue that even after these the, these particular particular wave of protests has um, has stopped or slowed. Yeah, I think, you know, being uncomfortable is the reality. And then, you know, we have to sit in that feeling of discomfort. And like to our white listeners, we especially need to and we need to be okay with that. The fact that we're just uncomfortable versus fearing for our lives or, you know, actively facing oppression in a system is just I'm feeling so much more aware of the massive amounts of privilege I've had in a very different way. The fact that I get to come on this podcast and feel uncomfortable and that's a tricky part of my day, like fuck that. So that's where Liza and I are trying to be better. I want to shout out uh, to Black Girls One Rose, a podcast. We've had them on before. They have an episode out this week, uh, Dear White Liberals, which I listened to and felt very strongly about I guess it was a really good reminder that yes Liza and I should hop on here and address it because they were talking about how it's okay to say you don't know what to do or say but you need to acknowledge it you you can say I don't know what to do but I'm gonna try to address it especially as white people we need to acknowledge what's happening and share resources we found again we are not experts not even close uh 
And Liza, we were just talking about this, but I want you to call me out when I say things that aren't coming out of my mouth in a way that they should. And I will do the same for you because it's, totally. it's fucking hard. But like, I can't whine anymore. I, I can't. No, completely. And inevitably, we're going to fuck up um, in our uh, attempts to not say anything wrong. I am sure we'll say something that is wrong or misguided. Uh, we are always open to feedback from everyone on that. Although also, especially for our listeners of color, we know it's not your job and we don't expect you to educate us. We just mm-hmm. are, are letting you know we are. Yeah, we are trying to um, say something and we're really sorry if we say any if we do fuck up, we're going to keep trying to get better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's a great point, Liza. And we can get more to it. But uh, like kind of lesson one, I'm starting to gather not lesson one in terms of hierarchy, but a lesson to take away if you're white and you're reaching out to black people in your lives. It's not their responsibility to educate you or let you know what you should be doing. There's Google. And I'm borrowing all of this from Rachel Cargill and and many other activists whose writing I've been reading. But I think it's very true. It's easy to say, you know, how can I help? But ask, you can come to Liza and ask us how we think you might help. I know it's weird because we're other white people and we might not have the best resources, but don't burden your black friends right now. That's that's well, my... there's so many resources online. Everything that Kimmy and I have been doing in the last couple of days and will continue to do are things we found from black people posting about it. There's lots of people out there who are sharing resources because it's part of their job, their you know, or not part of their job and part of their like passion. And they are they are uh, actively organizing. And um, so so, yeah, I think it's a, the resources are available. So we don't you know, it takes some intention to find them. Um, but it is very within your fingertips. Uh, thank yes. you, Internet. Um, so firstly, in terms of just what we're doing as a podcast uh you may have seen this on social media but we are going to match we were going to match up to three hundred dollars in donations but we got there really fast so we're going to match up to five hundred dollars again it's not an enormous amount but between you guys's contributions and our contributions we'll be donating a thousand dollars and we're matching to your local bail funds national bailout uh the naacp legal defense fund black lives matter and campaign zero so if you um, make a donation to any of those places and screenshot it to us, we will match your donation and screenshot it back to you. Um, this is what we can afford right now, but we're going to continue to do these donation matching situations in coming months. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those organizations, so everything we talk about today will be linked below uh, so you can find them there. Yeah. And even if you can't donate in a big way right now, I would you know, recommend, you know, in terms of resources, even starting to check these out. I just learned more about Campaign Zero, which is a very cool, um, actionable, data-driven, activist-organized way to get involved. So I would check them out. National Bailout is very cool, too. It is Black-led and organized, and they're really focused on bailing Black mothers out, uh, reuniting families. It's just... Again, my ignorant little eyes have been open this week, even in just understanding all of the work that people have been doing to make sure their voices are heard. And yeah, so even if you can't donate, though we hope you will, uh, please do check these places out, see how you can support, see how you can volunteer. Um, And we'll talk more about, you know, you're probably reading so many different things of what you can do, at least I feel this way. And 
thinking about what to do in this moment or right now. And we know that, you know, charity donating is only one part of the answer, but like bail funds specifically feel really actionable and impactful right now. So we included those and just supporting the work that these different organizations have been doing for so long that we should have been propping up, you know, long ago. Completely. And I also wanted to share um, something that I thought was a really cool creative idea. Uh, If you don't have cash on hand to donate, um, there's a YouTube video made by a creator whose name is Zoe Amira, uh, Z-O-E-A-M-I-R-A, and I'm going to link this below too. It's an hour-long YouTube video featuring um, all kinds of art and music by Black artists, and it has a ton of ads, and all of the ad revenue generated is going to be split across several different organizations and donated so i've watched it a couple times just so you have to watch it with your um with your volume at 50 percent, and you can even mute the tab like i've watched it three or four times you can mute the tab so that you know you don't have to like hear it every time although the art is very uh cool so like you know watch it once for sure but uh watch it a few times keep your volume at 50 percent don't put it on repeat, watch a couple videos in between it or do it once a day. And they're, they've already had, you know, over a million views. Um, And I just think that's such an amazing, cool, smart, creative way. So if you don't have cash on hand to donate, obviously, this is a tough time financially for a lot of us. I think that's a great thing. Just throw it on whenever you think of it. Liza, that's such a good recommendation. Uh, This is such an art. Yeah, I saw this posted and didn't actually go to it. And now I will and do that. Thank you for the reminder. But, but it's I really just, smart. Yeah. It's so smart. And I was like, the the ingenuity, like the creativity that is coming out of this feels so inspiring that people are coming up with such smart ways to get involved at every level. I, I saw that and I was like, how smart and amazing. I just, I think it's so cool. I agree. That'll also be linked below. I'll stop saying that everything's linked below because at this point, you guys know it's linked below. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Links are good. Links are good. Uh, yeah, I mean, do we want to talk about some of the other kind of like action items? Yeah, yeah, I think. Or what do you think? Yeah, um, I know I'm just like blah, blah, blah. I think like some of the action items and again, we'll point you to resources um, momentarily, people you should follow who have really organized action items, especially if you're a white person not knowing what to do. But broadly, I think like, Liza, let me tell you how I'm thinking about it and then you tell me how you're thinking about it. Like, great. I think step one for me is get way more comfortable with being uncomfortable, which sounds super trite and is not in action, let's say, but I need to like call out the behavior and I'm very surrounded by a bunch of white liberals who are all trying to do the right thing right now, but I need to call out my own mistakes. I need to call out in a nice way, not shame. Um, and just be better at getting uncomfortable with like friends and sharing resources without feeling holier than thou. Like I was just angsting to Liza about like an interaction I had and like fuck my angsting. Like Kimmy, do it or don't and do the best you can. But I feel like I need to get uncomfortable more often and then also be humble when I fuck up. When I fully fucked up the black squares thing, I was like, ooh, black square. Yeah, not the way to do Blackout Tuesday. I need to educate myself. That's another action item. That is not, I know the action that will drive change today. And it's not just me reading a book or ordering a book. It's 
deeper, but I watched Ava DuVernay's 13th, which is on Netflix, has been there for a long ass time last night. And I learned a lot despite thinking I was somewhat educated on these topics. Um, I'm angry with myself. I'm sorry that I'm shouting. But I think then the education piece and then, you know, fine, donate. But I need to get better at like finding places in my life where I can make things more equitable for others. And we don't have a company right now, but we will work again at Companies Liza and we have a podcast. So I want to make sure, you know, we have a terrible track record of having diverse guests on. Like things like that. Not that that's equity, but just giving more voice, you know, being more conscious of the mistakes I'm making. Um, And I think especially if, you know, in workplaces, this can be a thing. And again, like it's just for me, it's also just the calling things out when I feel comfortable. Um, And I think the real like the the all lives matter thing, that's the kind of thing that I've seen people write. And I know I'm not going to change anyone's mind, but you can start to educate people in your lives who say things like that on why saying black lives matter is not saying that all lives don't matter. Um, It's it's seems like you can't change people's minds and it's not worth sharing but I need to do a better job of just like approaching that without like being sassy or I don't know do you yeah I think that again like we have had the privilege of being comfortable for all of our lives because of our race and I've avoided conversations with family members or friends or people I'm close to who even a lot of them identify as liberal or as moderates but there's a lot of like I just don't understand why Mm -hmm. they have to protest so you know there's a lot of that and I'm trying to hold myself really accountable to challenging those notions at every step I've had some really uncomfortable conversations with family members and friends in the last week and I'm really trying to point people in the direction of some of the some of the resources we're about to share to you. So I think that's a big thing is talking to your family and friends. Uh, I also think it's really important to remember these types of things and see how you can promote someone or raise up someone's voice who is a person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, either in what you recommend, the type of art movies books whatever you recommend to friends and family the things you post about the things you consume um i think you know this is annoying and i'm gonna wax poetic poetic about it but i think like the grandest purpose of art and consuming things that people make is to try to understand their experiences and and feel for them so now is the most important time to be doing the absolute best we can to make uh make those those types of artists amplify those types of artists so that more people can can get out of their own world and head Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's such a good point and it doesn't have to only be you know I think a lot of the things I want to recommend today are quite educational because I feel like that feels important to just like re-educate myself on the history in this country but I also think and um, Danielle Prescott, who we've had on the podcast, who is a great person to follow, and I'll add her in. But she was she had lists that she was recommending of books 
that are not necessarily, they're by black people, but they're not necessarily about the movement because we have to remember that too. It's like, it doesn't, right? Uh, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up. But we're all people. Black people are people who have written amazing things that have nothing to do with what we're in right now, the oppression, the police brutality in this country. And that's important to lift up as well. Because unfortunately, you know, when these things happen, the voices that get lifted up, it's good that they're lifted up, but have to do with, you know, fighting back, educating ourselves. I don't know. I'm fucking this up. But basically just remembering that like, (laughs) as white people, we haven't had to write about our white struggle and have that looked at first. We've had whatever we write fucking enjoyed or digested. So just looking at things that are not necessarily about protest and police yeah. brutality. Yeah, try well. to be inclusive in the content you consume. Like it's a simple, it's such a simple thing. Yes, that I could um, not articulate. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, hey, we're 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 trying. We're doing. Uh, yeah. So okay. Uh, other things. Um, if you're in New York City, you can email the New York City Comptroller. I'm going to give you his email address. I emailed him today. Um, it is action at comptroller.nyc.gov. And his name is Scott Stringer. And you can email him asking for basically a redistri- redistribution of budget away from the new york police department and towards social services and education programs um they are redistributing the budget i don't know the exact date but it is in the near future so that's like a really easy action item you can take today um there's some language that you can find online i mean if you google google it like i copy and pasted an email um to him with some slight tweaks uh and that's just a really easy thing. But yeah, if you if you want to just get in touch with your local officials asking about police funding and demilitari- demilitarization of police forces is a big thing that you can do. You can also um, check with your local police department to make sure that they have and use body cameras at all time. It's, they're not perfect. It's not a perfect system. There's a lot of issues with body cameras, but these are you know getting in touch with your local representatives is huge it feels like it has less power in new york city because it's such a big city but in smaller areas it's re- i think it can be really impactful and we still have to do it in new york we're still doing it but mm-hmm. it is a like they are they work for us yeah. not well a lot of the time but you should demand things of them because you pay their salary yeah and on that note also you know take the action and then when you vote remember to vote locally as well don't just focus on the presidential election think about look into people um you know within your community who could use your support because there is there a lot of this and again learning but is systemic and deeply ingrained in politicians on both sides of the aisle and you know organizations they've been involved in so really getting people in government who support black lives can go a lot further than I think you might think it does. Um, Also supporting black owned businesses in your community. I shouted it out on my personal Instagram, but two people who I am graduating from my grad program with this spring created an app. It's like they made an app of LA. They are making no money off of it real quick. They made an app of a bunch of LA owned or black owned LA uh, restaurants. So 
really cool. They launched it. It works better if you download it. Um, I will. It's linked in my own personal Kimmy Bosket Instagram bio, but it's blackowneatsla.glideapp.io. And then it's less glitchy if you download it onto your uh, mobile. But it's cool. It's like just there. They did this so quickly. I'm in awe. It's so tangible. It's them taking action. It's I, I don't know. So it's really cool. You can do that on your also, own. You but like there even I bet infatuation. God love them comes out with a list. But like you know, I was just gonna say, Kimmy, we're on a similar wave. Like infatuation sent me an email today about black owned restaurants in New York. Yes, um, and like I love the infatuation. So it's also good to support them. But because they need ad revenue right now, et cetera. But like just a thought to look into like more local resources or the LA Times published an article. So um, just thinking about where to go to, you know, that's a really tangible way to support the black community. Um, And also, I guess this is more on the education front, but I keep reminding myself that, yeah, it, it's beyond it's George Floyd it's so many other black men and women trans women um just thinking about some of the other deaths that have happened in this country like Breonna Taylor um and then in the subsequent protests uh David McAtee who was killed by police serving food to protesters like really you know remembering how this isn't about one and again I don't I think if you're this far into this podcast we don't need to tell you this but it's not about just like one death and like why you know I I see a lot of like why all these protests it's one death which is first of all an insane statement but just to remember all the different types of people who are impacted by police brutality on wild scales um I'm borrowing this stat from uh pod save the people but I believe it's one third of all murders committed by strangers in this country are police killings. So if like if you're killed by a stranger in this country, one third of those killings are police killing other people. I'm so like it's just a fact. I'm not saying police don't have a difficult job, but like there's a fucking huge problem there. And again, I'm going to point you to those resources rather than trying to explain them myself. Yeah. We're going to we're going to run down a bunch of resources right now again. There'll be linked below. Um, but yeah, do you want to you wanna run it down, Kimmy, or want sure. me to? Well, I, you can, yeah. I okay. will just say 13th on Netflix. Watch it if you haven't. Like, just because I just consumed that. And it's really well done. Really helpful to understanding the prison system in America. And yeah, just. Yes. Um, these are three podcast episodes we'd recommend right now. Uh, Code Switch. The podcast is Code Switch by NPR, and the episode is A Decade of Watching People Die. Um, podcast is Pod Save the People with DeRay by Crooked Media, and the podcast t- title is Keep the Fight. Um, Kimmy mentioned this earlier, but our friends, friends of our podcast, Two Black Girls, One Rose, the episode is Dear White Liberals. It's via it's via Patreon, but you should absolutely be supporting their work because their podcast is fantastic, and uh, this is a great episode to listen to right now. Yeah, and these are all really the most recent episodes of these podcasts, like Pod Save the People. If you haven't listened to it, it's Crooked Media, but DeRay is a huge activist, um, along with Brittany Packnett Cunningham. Uh, they met in Ferguson. They have been at this for a long time, and I think that episode "Keep the Fight" is really good for putting things in context um, from people who have been at this for a long time. So, and then Code Switch is just a phenomenal and excellently produced 
podcast that is highly educational for me um yeah completely uh a couple follows we've mentioned her before but rachel cargill uh she's an amazing also her website is incredible she's a uh, set of resources that's really amazing i've been reading through them little by little this week and it's been very very eye-opening for me about some of the ways that i think that i didn't realize i thought before um Brittany packnett cunningham and brandon kyle goodman uh his stories especially have been really really uh interesting and impa- uh, powerful yes uh and again these are you know we when i say things like this is how i think i should behave be behaving it's because i'm trying to listen to people like this and what you know listen to people who are both activists who are black who are much they know i'm just defaulting to how i should be behaving as a white woman with a ton of privilege by listening and hearing these voices and for rachel cargill she did um something uh, a public address called revolution now that we can link to as well if you want to watch um totally uh a couple books um I am recommending these, admitting that I haven't read any of them, but I am going to read the first one on my list to read is How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. And he's also someone who's a great follow. He's doing a lot of um, like social media activism right now. Uh, and uh, this other one is written by a white woman. So I'll recommend it with an asterisk, but I want to read it because I, I think it it seems... Like, it's going to be useful for me in what we were talking about earlier, which is discussing this with our family and friends who may not quite get it. It's called White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism by Robin D'Angelo. Um, so those are just a couple things that are at the top of my, my yep, reading I haven't list. read either. I know they've been blasted out um, and like selling out, but it's time. Yeah. You can yep. get the Kindle app on your phone. And again, as we mentioned, like this is just like in now because we've just told you so many fucking things and I know how hard it is because I don't know what I'm doing. But it's like, what can I tangibly do right now? For me, it was like, watch this documentary, listen again to these podcasts I haven't listened to in a minute and get yourself it educated or at least start to listen. Um, and then we can we can take the next steps forward. completely well we love you and we're happy you uh took the time to listen this far um and we hope you'll check out some of these resources and if you want to talk uh to us about anything we talked about today let us know yeah correct us let us know um what we can do better at uh please reach out the five one first dates pod at gmail.com five one first dates pod on instagram and uh we'll we'll continue to match donations up to five hundred dollars i think we're gonna get there we're releasing this thursday i think we're gonna get there on thursday but please keep sending the screenshots um and again we will continue to do this i'm hoping we can do this every couple months Mm -hmm. um at least uh and yeah thank you guys so much for listening